Let me start with um, a short um, joke, funny story, but I think it really happened here in America. I heard it from another preacher also. <laughs> so there was this old lady, sorry for using old, maybe senior, elderly lady, <laughs> and she was living all by herself. She was a very good Christian. And so this day, she went to church for an evening service. And after the service, it was night, and then she came home, and then she discovered that there was a man in her house, in her apartment. Apparently, a burglar had broken into her apartment, and immediately she shouted. And what she shouted was a verse in the Bible, something like, I can't remember the verse now, but let me make it up. <laughs> Something like, John 3.16. John 3.16. And so the burglar was petrified. So he stood glued to the floor. Couldn't move. And he was holding a gun. And so the woman dialed 911. And the police came. The burglar was still standing on that spot. Couldn't move. And then the police arrested him. And while they were taking the burglar away, the police were curious why he stood on that spot before an, you know, harmless and harmless senior woman or elderly woman. So they asked him, why did you stand on that spot for so long until we came to get you? When there was only this old woman with no gun, just you and her, why couldn't you, why did you, what happened? He said, she said she had a gun. You know, in America, uh, you know, you, you call your guns by what, by figures, not so, like maybe M, M360 or <laughs> M440, or, you know. So, so he said, she, she, she said she had a gun, M, so, 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 so. He said, no. They said she was only quoting the Bible. The man said, what? I thought she was saying, I have this M something gone. Don't move. <laughs> anyway. It worked for the woman, right? <laughs> I'm not saying you should go and try that. <laughs> but sometimes it's, it's good to know the scriptures. It's good to know the scriptures. So that lady knew her Bible. Apparently, she must have been, you know, referring to a verse in the Bible that promises divine protection, you know? She must have been saying, God will protect me, or... His angels will protect me or something. And the man thought she was quoting some M something of a gun. And so he stood still. <laughs> All right. Um, talking about um, John 1, 1 to 14 this morning. I remembered when we shared this passage among the clergy. You know, here in St. George's, the clergy, we have... Um, um, morning devotions every morning monday to friday at the office from 10 o'clock till about 10 30 and sometimes even 10 45 we sit together we read these passages we are going to preach on on sunday and we talk about it we share our inspiration and this week or well, this week ending i was sharing from this passage and i was telling my colleagues that i feel excited you know and I ask them to forgive me for my exuberance. You know, sometimes I can get very exuberant because of the Bible and because of God. 
I said they should forgive me because I'm just, I'm, I'm excited about what we're reading from John chapter 1, verses 1 to 14. It's so powerful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And David, David shared with us too how the book of John is his father favorite book in the Bible. <laughs> and that if you get to see his dad, just be sure that along the line he's going to speak about John. <laughs> you know, that makes us too, you know, his father and myself. We love John. All right, so why am I excited about John? You see, it tells us about, so to say, who Jesus is, something like his origin. Of course, God or Jesus has no origin. God has no beginning. God has no end. Jesus has no beginning. Jesus has no end. But for the sake of you and I, okay, it tells us. Because we want to know. It says, in the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. Now, don't ask me. I can't explain that. I don't understand that, truly. I don't. But I believe it. Now, then it tells us that this word created all things. The word created all things. Now, don't ask me. I don't understand that. <laughs> I can't explain, but I believe it. Then it tells us that this word in him is life. Okay, so are you wondering where life began? I don't know, but <laughs> in the word is life. I don't understand, but I believe it. And then it says, this life was the light of men. Okay, so the big bang, right? I don't understand, but this life was light. The light of men. And it says this light lightens everyone that is born into the world. So scientists have been trying to find out where life begins in a fetus. When the sperm and the ovum or whatever ovum meets, meets together, where, at what point does life sparks up? They are still searching. Maybe one day they will find out. But for now, they are still searching. But John tells us the light was the life was the light. The light lightens everyone born into the world. So you wonder where you came from? Where I came from? Yeah, that's that's it. From the light. From the life, from the word, from God. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. The word was God. In him was life. The life was the light of men. And the light lightens every man and woman that is born into the world. You see where you came from? That's where I came from. 
I believe it. I don't believe I came from some animals, you know. Uh, uh, I came from God. You came from God. That's why God, God is so concerned about you and about me. You wonder why God is so concerned about humans? That's it. You wonder why all this story about Jesus died on the cross, rose again, he came to save us, blah, blah, blah. That is it. He loves you. He loves me. My exuberance, <laughs> it says, as many as received him, who is him? The word, the light, the life, Jesus. As many as received him and believed in him, he gave them power. Wow. That's how I'm excited. Give them power. Some of you think that power is in the hands of the president, right? Yeah, somehow. Power is in the hand of Bill Gates, right? Yeah, somehow. Elon Musk, maybe somehow. Zuckerberg. Real power is in your hands. It's in my hands. Real power. He gave them power to become the children of God, the sons and the daughters of God. That is why I'm excited. I'm telling you, if not because I'm in St. George's Episcopal, right now I would have shouted, Hallelujah! Oh, glory to God! Hallelujah! Am I shouting? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm excited. Just thinking about it, he gave me power to become a child of God. Wow. Wow. Just imagine... If you are the son of Bill Gates, imagine if you are the daughter of Elon Musk, or if you are the, you know, the son of one great man or woman in the world, how will you feel? How will you be walking? You know. <laughs> but you are the son of God. You are the daughter of God. Believe me. We don't know. We cannot fathom this power. That he has given us. But for now, we know that this power saves us from the power of sin. The power of sinfulness. This power sets us free from sinning. Gives us power to overcome sin. This power sets us free from Satan, from evil. It gives us power to live holy, to live pure, to live righteous, to be kind, to love, to forgive. Yeah. This power transforms us to be like Jesus, to be sacrificial, to put others first before us. Yeah. I can go on and on and on and on and on. But let me stop here. This power is what helps us to face the challenges of life, the difficulties of life, the imbalance, the unfairness, whatever you call it, the hurt, the pain, the evils, 
that we see in this life, the power helps us to face it and not to surrender, not to give in, not to cave in, not to break, not to crack. Nah. That power gives us victory, gives us peace, stability, helps us to stand firm and to say, whatever comes my way, God is with me. I am his child. I can pull through. I can go through. I can survive. I don't have to kill myself. No, I can survive because I have the power of God in me. I am the child of God. 